Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Lynn Stacy from Lynn Stacy Studios Podcast. I'm so glad that you could join me on today. Um, today is Sunday, and it's an awesome day because we are alive, and we are here to be able to breathe in the fresh air. We're here to be able to just um, think of his praises, think of his goodness, think of his mercy, think of his love. Um, I thank you for um, tuning in. And today, I just want to talk to you about uh, fellowship, fellowshipping. It's so important um, that as the body of Christ that uh, we don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Yes, we are the church individually. Yeah, uh, we have to um, display our light within the world, but we also have to come together. We also have to be a uh, be together uh, with each other to help strengthen each other, to help motivate each other, and to receive the word from God that you need for that week. Um, it says, the Bible tells us, um, how can they hear without a preacher and how can he preach except he be sent? Uh, so in order to uh, receive from God what he needs for you to hear, you're going to have to go and have somebody speak into your hearing, to speak into your faith, to motivate your faith, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Um, and I understand the whole thing that um, they're making it more convenient for you to be able to go to church um, by um, doing the online stuff. And that's cool and all. Uh, the online um, services, I watch um, services online too. But when it comes time for church, I go to church. Um, in order for that church to exist, that's giving you the online service, um, they need people there in place that's going to actually help them build what they um, have. They're going to need people there. That's actually faithful to not only the online stuff, but they need people there that's faithful to coming and showing up. I mean, in order for those um, churches and those places to exist, they need people within the building. Um, so I understand that uh, we're living in a day and time where um, people feel like it's OK to not show up and um, to not show up at church. It's not OK. That's not OK. It's not okay. The Bible tells us don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. You need to, uh, we need that support. We need the support of the church. We need the support um, not only of the church. We need to support the church. Um, support the church in different ways. Support the church with your service. Support the church, um, yeah, with your finances. You may say, oh, well, I send money to those online churches. Well, that's great. That's good. God tells us to tithe. That's part of what you're supposed to do, too. And offering is um, uh, something, too, that we give to God. But also, God, uh, what Jesus did, he was a perfect example. Jesus not only gave up his time, but he also showed up. He also showed up to help build um, this church brand, this, 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 this great body of believers. Uh, if, God, if Jesus would have decided, you know what? Uh, I'll just, uh, if they had computers back then, can you imagine Jesus sitting at the computer trying to minister to people? And, uh, and it, especially if their faith wasn't there and they needed a touch from God and he like, uh, uh, well, I can't make it to you right now. So just stay online and then eventually we'll get to you. No, he needed to be there. Can you imagine if the disciples would have never, uh, actually took the time out to follow Jesus? They walked. They didn't have the cars and the accessibility that we have to easy transportation. They walked from city to city. Those were miles. They had miles on them. Miles on their feet. And the only thing we have to do is go sit in a car and start it up. Get the strength to get out of bed, put some clothes on, start it up, and drive down the road. And even sometimes when we get there, we sit. 
and we necessarily don't do anything. In order for um, churches to be supported, they need the support of people who are willing to help them build and help them grow. They need somebody to do Sunday school classes. They need ministers. They need um, greeters. They need people to welcome people. They need um, different tools and services that you can't give them while you're online. Why do you think you have those gifts? Why do you think you can sing? Why do you think you can act? Why do you think you can draw? Why do you think you know um, different uh, things about audio and video? Why do you think you know those things? If you don't, uh, I'm some of you, yeah, it's your job, but no, that's not the only reason why. Sometimes it's the things that you need to contribute to the church that the church needs. Not all of it is your job. Some of it is just your hobby. Some of it is just, you know, different things. But I just wanted to come on here and I wanted to encourage you. Yeah, you are the church. But as a church, the church has to assemble together to draw um, strength from each other. Um, so don't um, don't get too comfortable with uh, don't get too comfortable um, not looking and seeking for a church home. Don't get too comfortable with that. And the reason why I say that is because, uh, well, I just I explained it. I just explained everything that uh, reason why you don't want to get too comfortable at home. It. it <laughs> Part of going to church, we praise God, we worship God, we fellowship with God, we build you build community. Um, so many different reasons why. And especially with this after coming out of this COVID pandemic, a lot of churches have been forced to shut down. A lot of churches, a lot of a lot of places have to be forced to uh shut down and you were forced online as a means of trying to uh keep keep you safe. Um, but even in the pandemic, you know, uh, one of the things that we needed was God. And I uh, applied the uh, the body of Christ for still um, pushing in spite of the in spite of the the uh, the chaos that hit this world. Um, the church still pushing was like, hey, we're going to transition to online. We're going to try to um, call do some Zoom calling and we're going to try to um, just so you can hear the word. Now it's time to rebuild. It's time to rebuild. It's time to get back out and go to work. It's time to um, not only go out and, and win lost souls, but it's also time to rebuild each other. It's also time to rebuild each other. It's not just enough to say, I'm going to win this lost soul. And then they come into the midst of a bunch of people that don't support each other. If you want to win the lost souls, win the lost souls that's already within your congregation that's struggling to... Uh, they're struggling in their relationship with God, even though they've been with God for a while. Don't forget to restore the people that's within your own house. Don't forget to store, restore the people that um, that um, help you to get to where you are. Because part of God's uh, part of God's uh, um, plan for salvation is restoration. If we weren't going to have to be restored sometimes, uh, then that God wouldn't be a restorer. But he's a restorer for a reason. If you look at if you look throughout the Bible and you look at the body of Christ, um, you will find uh, the nation of Israel as a uh, as the um, Bible is being written. And you see points and periods of time where um, the uh, they got off. They got off and they went into bondage and God had to restore them. He didn't he didn't uh, forsake the people that was already with him. He, re, he uh, allowed them to cry out to them. He allowed them to go through whatever process they had to go through. And then he restored them. Um, uh, There was a, a passage of scripture. 
And um, basically, uh, the people of Israel had gotten off because they had started serving other gods. They had started serving other gods. And God allowed them to go into bondage. He basically told them, well, since they did everything for you and you're not um, giving me the um, due praise and honor and, and glory, they did everything for you. So I'm just going to withdraw my hand and I'm going to give you over to them. I'm going to give you to them because um, I'm your God, but you're 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 serving their gods as if they're the ones that um, brought you out, as if they're the ones that delivered you, as if they're the ones that's been keeping you. And so when God gave them over, they went. This was a, a 12 year um, period. They cried out to God. They told God, um, we'll do whatever you ask, Lord God. Just please restore us. Please, please accept us back. Please, God, please. They realized quick his goodness, but he still allowed them to stay within that bondage for about 12 years before he finally took them back. Before he finally took them back. And um, the word tells us to uh, be imitators of God. So if, uh, if God um, loved his people enough uh, to see them restored to, um, he says he's near to the brokenhearted. He, he, he heals brokenness broken before God is a uh, broken before God is a good thing. Uh, he says he is near to the brokenhearted. Not a bad thing to be broken before God, a broken in a contrite spirit, a contrite heart, a broken spirit and a contrite heart. That's what God wants us to have. So, uh, the people of Israel were stronger together than they were apart. The body of Christ is stronger together than they are apart. So uh, it's only uh, not good for the upbuilding of the kingdom that you don't forsake yourself, assembling of yourselves together. But it's also for your good, too, to get you involved in community. You want to know how to love people? You got to get involved in community. Stop focusing on your hurt. Let God let God heal you on that. Like if that if that's your focus and you say, well, I got everybody got a testimony that they've been hurt in the church. Don't you got a testimony that you've been hurt on your job? You've been hurting your family. You've been hurt by different things. But somehow you keep showing up at the places, even though you've been hurt by them. But when it comes to church, oh, I've been hurt. You you've been hurt in it. I'm pretty sure the next person besides you, probably if they've been there long enough, they've been hurt. That's part of life. That's part of loving people. That's part that that's just that's just part of growth. That's part of growth. That's not an that's not an excuse that God is going to let you get into heaven on. That's not an excuse that God is going to allow you to get to heaven on. And when you stand before him on judgment day, he's going to say, um, uh, there's a scripture that in the passage of scripture says that, um, Lord, Lord, who shall dwell in thy um, tabernacle, who shall dwell on your holy hill? And one of those verses goes down to say those who swear to their own hurt and change is not. And change is not. And you cast your cares on the Lord for he cares for you. So, yeah, if you got that testimony, join the whole band of people who still put their hands together. Um, who know what it's like to experience hurt, but they still keep on going. There is a blessing in faithfulness. God appreciates faithfulness. He said, if you be faithful over little, I'll make you rule over much. After those churches get offline, do you not know they have meetings with their congregations? Do you not know that they uh they design different things that um for their congregations that like fasting and, and praying and, and different things that they do with their congregations to help build those churches to help to keep them going? 
Yeah, they need um, the, the tool of money to be able to operate, but they also need the tool of people who will, sh who will show up and be faithful. So I would say to you, um, if you've been struggling to get out, um, especially um, if you've been um, online for a while now because of um, the whole thing with COVID, uh, don't get back out. Get back out. Start back looking, looking for a church home again. Start back, get back out and start back, uh, start back the journey of uh, allowing God to place you under a leadership and under uh, a ministry that's going to help build you. And furthermore, um, praising, praising God, praising God, praising God is so important. It's, it's different when you're praising God at home. You can praise God at home. I praise God at home. But when you're in the midst of of of, of of where he is and where his spirit abides. And when you're in the midst of so many people who come together for fame and come and go, it's not the same experience. It's not the same. It's not the same type of deliverance. It's not the same type of anointing that you get. Cause it says one can chase a thousand and two can chase what? 10,000. So sometimes you need to be able to link up with your brother and your sister to chase some stuff up out of your life. Sometimes the battles that we have when it comes to that, um, can be dealt with by simply showing up, by simply showing up in a place where uh, God abides. Churches are built because those are God's houses. With Solomon's temple, he built that to honor God. So no, church ain't a building, but it's where the church meets. It's where God, God said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. That's how I know it's how it's, it's his house. Because when your house is a house of prayer, he said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. He was talking about his churches. He was talking about his churches. So I don't um, I don't buy into the lie. That because I am the church, I don't have to go to church. That's a lie from the devil. That's a lie from the devil to keep us apart. When the Holy Ghost came, they were all in one place. On one accord. And you know where the Holy Ghost came to? That one place. There, the, He came to that one place. He, didn't, he, he, he came to that one place. And then they branched out. On the day of Pentecost. They were gathered together in one place. So if you tell me that God. Do, it doesn't matter. That God don't want us gathered together. To meet up. Then I'm no. I don't believe that. That ain't what the Bible tell me. That ain't what I see in the word of God. So um, I believe that it's necessary for the church to gather together. Then there's a passage of scripture. <clears throat> oh, my throat voice, you guys. Hold on one second. There's a passage of scripture that talks about when the church in its early beginnings, um, how they all came together and everybody brought um, in. They sold land. They sold houses. I'm not telling us to do this. I'm just saying what I'm just giving you a passage of scripture. They Just to bring in so God's house could be full of what it needed. And then. When um, when all the stuff was brought into the storehouse, then it was dispersed to the people. It was this, it was enough for everybody. It says nobody suffered lack or need. Because everybody, the spirit of God was so much so that everybody brought in what was needed so that the um, house could be taken care of. God wants his house taken care of. He needs people to clean. He needs people to sing. He needs people to serve. The whole ministry of Jesus is about service. 
um, when they asked Jesus, you know, who should be the greater in heaven? Who should be the greatest in heaven? He said the least should be greatest and the greatest uh, should be the least. And he talks about service. He talks about serving people. Jesus came to serve and he want us to do the same. Those um, churches, do you not know that they do mission trips within the community? They do mission trips um, within the country. They do mission trips outside of the country. They serve. And they need people that's going to be a part of the service. And then if you say, well, uh, I decided to go ahead and try to find me a church home. And it, it ain't the, the church that you've been watching online. But you say, I really like that church that's online because I like to hear um, the message or I like the praise. Well, go back, go to the church that you're supposed to go to that God has ordained you to go to. And then um, come back online and watch them. I watch um, all kinds of uh, um, pastors and preachers uh, online. The ones that, that speak the truth. Because I don't want to listen to everybody. And I don't believe it's, I don't believe that we should, I don't believe you should listen to everybody. I don't. Because it says, how can um, you hear without a preacher and how can he preach except he be sent? Meaning that the person that you listen to has have to be sent by God. And he says, I will give you, uh, he said, I will give you pastors after my own heart. So uh, it, you got to be, uh, you got to be protective over, over who you allow into your ear, who you allow into your heart, who you allow into your intimate space. Because let me tell you, some of those intimate places are uh, a danger zone if the wrong person gets in there, if the wrong thing gets in there. And it takes God. It takes the, the atmosphere of being in God. There is so much, there is a, a difference when you dwell in the atmosphere of God. There's a difference when you dwell within the atmosphere of God. You're missing something. If you're not part of a church home, you're missing something. You're missing something. And you may not see it now, but you're missing something. If you want full and complete and total deliverance, you're going to have to go to where God is. Yeah, he can come to where you are. You're coming to where you are right now by listening to this podcast and it applies to you. And I'm telling you, get back out. Get back going. Um, be dedicated. Be faithful to God. You be faithful to God. He already faithful to you. Give him back what he's given to you. If he has given you faithfulness, he has shown his faithfulness, give it back to him. Do the thing that God is asking you to do. Do the thing that God is asking you to do. And if he is pulling on your heart and pulling on your heart and you know you need to get back up and you know you know you need to get back out and get back faithful to the congregation that you were once a member of or you get back faithful to the congregation um, that you don't even know that you need to be a part of, I will, if I were you, I would do it. You don't want to be found in disobedience. You don't want to be found in disobedience. Because let me tell you something. There's a price to pay for that. There is a price to pay for that. If God is the father and we are his children. Uh, if God is the father, we are his children. There's not a uh, there's not a father discipline his child for disobedience. So if you think that you're going to get away unscathed and God is telling you to do something, you're wrong. That's a lie from the enemy. And God rewards and honors obedience. He rewards obedience. I pray that you be blessed. Um, it's Sunday. This is it's Sunday. 
And uh, overall, this is the day that um, most of us get out and go to church. I know that they have like different services and things that um, take place on Saturday or like different um, times where people can come. So um, um, they have made it a little bit more convenient for people to get there. But Sunday is the day that uh, we get out and we worship God. And why and, and, and why can't God have a, 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 a few hours of your time when he's giving you so much time to live? Can he have a little bit of the breath that he gave you to breathe for how many ever years you've been living? Um, I wanted to come on and just kind of um, do this podcast. Um, I wasn't going to, I was thinking about, I wasn't going to post anything, but I feel led to do so. And so I'm going to do it. I pray you be blessed and I'm going to pray for you as you go throughout your journey of seeking God. Um, if you go into a church and you say, well, I didn't really enjoy that church service. Well, keep looking, looking, keep looking. I give a testimony that uh, when I went away to college, it took me six months, over six months to find a church. I don't know how many churches I went to. But I kept going and I kept seeking out God and I kept praying about it. And I kept going to different churches until I found the right one. And the right one found me. My soul was looking. My soul was searching. My soul was um, trying to find my home. And when I arrived there, when I arrived there, I felt within myself. I felt a rest and a peace within myself that said home. So when you search out God, he will respond. You can't give up so easily. Just because you go to two churches and then you decide that, man, this this ain't for me. And it may be for you. Sometimes you got to go back a few times just to make sure. Sometimes you got to go back a few times just to make sure. And if it's just the only reason why you join the church is because, uh, well, I'm not going to get into that. Examine, I'll just say examine your own self. Examine your own self. And decide really why you're truly being part of the ministry. Why are you being part of that ministry? Is this really where God told you to be at? Or are you living in disobedience? I pray that you be blessed. And I'm going to go ahead and close this podcast with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your many wonderful blessings. There is none like you in all the earth. We appreciate you. We love you. We serve a mighty God, a good God a true and living God, and there is none like you in all the earth. Father God, I pray, Lord God, that you would just touch our hearts, Lord Jesus, that uh, where we may have lost our zeal for the things of God, that you will restore our zeal, Lord God, that you will allow us to see the worth and the value, Lord God, in uh, fellowshipping together, in assembling together, and gathering together. Father God, there is none like you in all the earth, Lord God, and I pray, Lord God, that um, you will give us hearts, Lord God, to not disregard your house as nothing. That you will give us heart to honor, to respect, and to and to serve, Lord God, where you have uh, um, given us the 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 desire to serve God. Father God, there is none like you in all the earth, Lord God. There is none like you in all the earth, Jesus. We bless your holy name, Lord Jesus, and we ask, Lord God, that you would just um, give us a heart for the things of God. We bless you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray you be blessed.